What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to Pogo City Radio. I'm your host, Andrew Bedlam. We got some new parasitics to start this episode off. Rise and fall coming from the new 7-inch. Split with one side and take the streets. Link in the description. That is brand spanking new from the Parasitics. I am Andrew Bedlam. He's four dollars Sean. Four dollars Sean. You guys are listening or maybe watching Pogo maybe City watching. Radio. We are uh, live on Facebook. Gonna be hanging out. We're gonna be talking about some movies tonight. Some scene movies. Some punk rock movies. Well, one one's hard to call. You got. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We're talking about two films. Two made. Two made for TV films. Are they both one made, made for, for TV. One made. For one TV? is made for Britain. That was a made for TV movie. We'll get to more later. A uh, British film with uh, Tom Roth. And Tim Roth. Tim Roth. We're also yeah. going to talk about like Pulp Fiction and everything. We're all, we're going to talk about uh, the what we do is secret. So the germs going to get to some germ stuff as well. But that'll all be later in the show. Before that, I got to remind you guys that uh, the link for the description, the link in the description. Oh my God! English motherfucker, do you speak it? If you guys would like to order the track that we started this show off with, you could do so with the link in the description. It's from the split, Take to the Streets, The Parasitics, and One Sided. Now, One Sided, we've been waiting for this record. Vogo City Records has been waiting forever 
for it to come out, and uh, it's still it's still not here. And uh, we've released one side its tracks digitally. So uh, if you're on our social medias, I'm sure you've seen it. Parasitic songs still you definitely heard it on the show before. Yeah, and uh, but that's a new parasitic song right there, and that hasn't been released yet. And remember, you guys can order the record. It's on splattered vinyl, pink, yellow, and clear. But uh, yeah, so uh, we got some shows going on. March 26th, got to head out. So what is it, Elefani? Scranton, right? It's like Scranton. It's like a like right by Scranton. It's like Ol- Olafant, Olafant, or something. Olafant. Like Aaron was calling it Elefanti. I'm I'm gonna go with Elefanti, oh, even okay. if it's wrong, or just Elephant. Elephant, yeah. Elephantitis. Elephantitis. Like after I had my vasectomy. <laughs> <laughs> Come right. to Elephantitis, March. Pennsylvania. <laughs> Elephantitis, <laughs> Pennsylvania. Yes, but uh, March 26th, it's uh, Rob Walensky, Rob Sanchez on Facebook from Dead End Generation Design. His memorial show, money going to his family. We will have 25. Everybody's already says they, they, they're they claiming dibs one. on one. <laughs> yeah. But there's only 25 mm-hmm. of the shirts Rob designed that'll be available March 26th. But don't worry, if you pre-ordered one, you're still going to get a T-shirt. Absolutely, but not one of these 25. These were like a f- special thing. We had some money in the band fund and uh, from other T-shirts and stuff, so uh, we could afford 25, and we wanted to make them up because we're going to be donating the profit ten dollars a shirt to rob's family along with the door money and uh yeah that'll be march 26 parasitics playing as well Coming up. so you'll be able to hear both sides of that split we've been talking about and uh also christ chopper and wife Never heard swamp Wife Swamp. Never heard of them Both either. Both sound pretty cool, though. I've heard, yeah. I've, I've heard of Wife Swamp. I've seen them on some other flyers. They just played, I want to say, I, I saw them on someone else's fly. Oh, why? You know what? They're playing the other memorial show. There's another memorial show, right. Anti Citizen. Yes. That's where I've That's true. seen them. I'll have What's to, the date for that show? I is don't it? know. I have my shows in front of me. We'll have to bring that up. But uh, June 4th, one sided, will be playing at the Alt Gallery. Go on Instagram. Or Facebook, go to Anti Citizens Instagram and uh, look for the other memorial show for Rob. But uh, June fourth, come out to the Alt Gallery. One side it'll be playing there at the um, in Allentown, and uh, yeah, we'll be June seventeenth and eighteenth. We'll be playing in Jersey and Brooklyn. Now we haven't. Uh, I got that fully second. We haven't fully announced those shows yet, but just keep them open on your calendar. That's uh, June 17th and 18th. Now, what's up with the anti-citizen show? So that is uh, April 2nd, Saturday, April 2nd, at the River Street Jazz Cafe. Uh, That is in Plains, Pennsylvania. You got the Squalors, Anti-Citizen, Wife Swap, uh, Tainted Faith. And uh, doors at seven. There you go. Show at eight. Now April 9th, later in the week, the Circle Jerk show is in Philly. April 9th, and uh, yours truly will be playing with one side it at the after party at Hustle House, which is uh, right there. I don't even know where where are they playing the T. I don't even know where they're playing the uh, so. where. It's got to be somewhere know. big. 
It sold know. out. I was mm-hmm. thinking about going, and then it sold. Well, before it even sold out, before I was playing, I was like, ah, I don't know if I'm going to go because it's going to be too much money. And then I was like, uh, you know, I'm I'm not. I'm a much bigger Black Flag fan. I lo- right. my favorite era of Black Flag is with, with Keith, Keith Morris. I, I I like the Circle Jerks and all that, but you know. And then once I was playing, I was like, oh hell no, I'm not going. I was like, because I know I know in the moment I'll regret it. But as I'm playing the show, which I honestly care about, you know what I mean? Right. I'll be grateful because, like, dude, I don't even like – like, it's so, some people like to, like, listen to, like, heavy music before they go play. I don't even like to have anyone in my car, and I'm probably listening to a book or, like, some podcast. Right. So, like, that's how I drive to a show. So I don't feel like going to a Circle Jerk show and then having to play and be ready and like be all like fucked up and like right. trying to get every it'll be a fucking nightmare trying to get like whoever I'm with out there like I'll be at Hustle House setting up and ready to go and I'll be there smoking and chilling and I'll feel great April 9th there you but go. you guys can go to both shows go check out the Circle Jerks and then uh, go hustle on over to Hustle House April 9th one sided with Billy Bats and the Made Men and uh, Aaron Incoherent gonna be opening up doing her little acoustic thing now uh, the next two shows are fucking awesome and I can't tell you about them I can't even give you their dates because if I give you their dates you might actually figure out what shows they are because they're that awesome <laughs> but uh yeah so too bad two more shows on my little uh one-sided list like uh tease 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 <laughs> tease 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 speaking of uh teases speaking of teases I uh did a uh, audio book about Iggy Pop this week. So I think next week we're probably going to do an Iggy episode. You know okay. what I mean? It'll be good. We're going to talk. I'm going to break it up throughout a couple different times. I don't know if we're going to consider it an Iggy episode. I don't know if I'm going to do it as a review of the book. I don't know if I'm going to take the book and do it in three segments. I don't know. We're going to be talking about Iggy and his Stooges and David Bowie. So uh, check that out next week. But why don't we get to a track and then we'll get to our first movie and I think we'll talk what we do a secret first uh that's fine yeah all right so I'm gonna jump over and we're gonna go find some germs and I want to hear lexicon devil now I actually like the slower version better so you know what I mean we got bluetooth it's the internet I'm not afraid mm-hmm. to admit it. We're going to go right on YouTube, and I'm going to go type in the 7-inch, and we're going to find the 7-inch version of Lexicon Devil. I've always loved that song. I go back and forth with the germs. I'm not going to lie. I've never been on, like, you know me if you listen to the show. I've never been into the whole we can't play our instruments thing, and that's, like, a <laughs> right. big part of their story for some of it. Right. But some of the songs are fucking awesome. So um, I think... I think perhaps this ah, see that's remastered. I don't know. I'm, I'm you guys know how YouTube works. I'm trying to find the slow version. I think yeah, this gotta, is the full search. seven inch. So perhaps this is the version I want to hear. Either way, here's the germs with Lexicon Devil.
Lexicon Devil by the Germs. All right, yeah, that's the original 7-inch. Now, I don't know if I'm not, I definitely, I said it first. I used to like it better. Now I definitely like the other one better. But, yeah, different alternate version. I, I wanted like the, the alternate version. version. I remember, because I, I don't know, there's a couple, like, for example, the Hudson Falcons. I absolutely love fucking whatever song it is. The slower version, Working Class Pride or whatever. No, Working... It's the one I'm talking about. We'll look for it and we'll play it later in the show. And me and Cuttingham would always go back and forth about right. the versions. So I feel like, yeah, I guess the album version, I am a bigger fan of of that track. But I like playing the alternates. I did definitely used to say the 7-inch, though. Right. I still stand by my Hudson Falcons. But we'll get to them later. We'll get to them later. You guys are listening and watching Pogo City Radio. Pogo City Radio. Andrew just smacked his Live. Obviously. Yeah. This, this show is definitely live. <laughs> I just smacked myself. I'm like, yeah, let me be all professional and do my radio <laughs> reset. So, like, when I edit the video and bash myself <laughs> in the mouth with the microphone. But that's a good spot to start our story because, uh, you know, Darby Crash, trademark, smashed in smile right there. And sadly... He got that as a child. Oh, he's picked on. Someone threw a rock at him when he was like six. Knocked. It didn't knock out his front teeth, but like he must have had his adult teeth already. Right. But he was a young child. I'm getting this. This isn't depicted in the movie. I've also uh, read The Short and Fast Life of Darby Crash, a 2002 book. But his sister talks in that, and uh, she's pretty open and does a lot of interviews. And uh, he got his teeth split like that when someone threw a rock at him i did not know and, that yeah kid had a rough upbringing and uh, they do show some of it and what we do is secret now uh, since we're going to be talking about the movie itself we're going to jump on to wikipedia real quick it's a 2007 american biographical film about darby crash singer of the late 1970s la punk band the germs it was directed by roger grossman who wrote the screenplay based on a story he had written with michael bear Gafari? Michelle, Michelle Bear. Uh, oh, Michelle Gaf Bear. Gafari? Gafari? A friend. Okay, that's about all we need from uh, Wikipedia there. But it was a 2007 movie. Now, punk films in general get a lot of shit. And, I mean, I feel like regular listeners to the show... They they know where I'm gonna fall on this. I, I think it's horse shit. I I I love punk movies. All right, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you what I feel most of like the pretentious argument typically is. They're like, this exploits our culture, and uh, you know I don't want to see that on the big screen. Look at that. It's the kid from A Walk to Remember. That's Bjork. I can't look at the screen and not see Bjork or A Walk to Remember. I don't understand that. That also goes in. I'm not even going to go down that rabbit hole. But like, yeah, don't. I don't care. Like, I think that's awesome. First of all, 
I like any like biographical film, yeah, anything about music. Like I've said, back get, go figure, right? Like I watched all of the VH1 uh, behind the musics. Like I could school you about TLC. Like do you know what I mean? Or Leif Garrett. Like can we can we turn the cameras off now? Can we turn the cameras off? But like so, I love anything that's set up like that especially when it has to do with music and then it gets to rock and roll and then punk rock like why would we not like this and i'm sorry i saw a great meme today it, it said something along the lines of like why is the punk scene so small and like another person was saying maybe because you act like a gatekeeper anytime anyone acts the slight bit curious it wasn't that clever but it was the truth right. do you know what i mean right it's just like it's it's this pretentious douchebaggery that forced us to create the wild card where we play something a little off format like we haven't a done disco one song eh, we might we'll bring them back but it's where we play something a little off format that's not punk rock just because i like i can't stand when people are like oh, i'm punker than you that's not punk rock that's not punk rock i'm like you want to hear that's not punk rock well well here's buddy holly here's biggie and it'll be the wild card you know what i mean and like, but what these movies do is they open it to a broader group and it really does make more punks. Like, sure, maybe, I'm sorry, I think if I was part of the 70s scene and this movie came out, I would be pumped. But I know plenty of people are like, oh no, that's not how it was, that was so fake, and blah, 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 blah. But I would think it was awesome you know what i mean and regardless it's like even if you think it's lame some kid who was 15 in 2007 which i'm a little bit older than that i was into the germs but some kid who was 13 in 2007 maybe would that's see, the they first would, way they, they heard would, of the germs yeah they would see that movie and be like oh shit maybe that's the first way they heard of punk rock I mean, the first way we heard of punk rock, a, a lot of us on this show attributed to the Tony Hawk Pro Skater game. Yeah. Plenty of us. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, sh like I was listening to the Ramones and Sex Pistols as a kid, because, like, my parents did, but, like, that was it. Like, you know what I mean? Right. The Clash, the first time I knew it, like, really as punk rock was the fucking pro skater dude you know listen to like suicidal tendencies and fucking social distortion now take social distortion for example that's not a band i would want like chiseled on my tombstone per se right but mommy's little monster on tony hawk pro skater is yeah. definitely a song that brought me into punk rock do you right, know what I mean? Right, right. And it's it's a cheesier song. It's a more top forty song. It's some of the 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 pretentious people would call it a sellout song. Well, I guess that would be pre sellout, but still, you know right. what I mean. Well, that song and it's came like, out in like nineteen ninety. So no, mommy's little monster came out in oh. nineteen eighty. That was on oh, the I'm first album. Of, uh, You're thinking of like ball and chain and uh, all that. Yeah, I'm That's thinking of the wrong album. Never so mind. that would be what they could call sellout. But still, you know. It's like, and I know, and at the same time, you, you're really going to come across this anytime you get into any type of biography. Not anytime, but you always got to be weary of it. It might turn out you might not like your hero that wrote those songs. Right. I got to be honest, like, um, 
I was into the germs, and then when I read the book in, like, I didn't read it in 2002, I read it in, like, 2008, and when I read it, it literally made me like Darby Crash less. Basically, the more I found out about Darby Crash, the less I liked him. And, like, that can happen, you know? So it's like... I don't know. I, I, I what, where, what, what was I saying right before that? I was tying the two together with Social this movie. Distortion? Social distortion. So like the same, the same thing. Like social distortion isn't a band that I'm obsessed with. They're, they're, uh, they're not. I don't mean to knock them. They got some great tracks. You know what I mean? Right. But they're not a band that I, I identify with right but like i i'm still gonna support it and it still sounds good and it's still punk rock and that's the same thing with punk movies i feel like i feel like it just helps the scene grow so the movie, and that's what i want the movie itself is uh pretty good i just watched it actually earlier today um dives a little bit into the shows that they did and uh his heroin addiction and uh how he got uh, the drummer into heroin and shit like that, and wait, what? His suicide. What do you mean, the drummer? Uh, the guy that he was like into. Oh, oh, oh! The not the not Don the drummer, his like boyfriend guy. Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The one that ended up becoming the drummer of the, yeah. the Germs. Well, for like five seconds. Yeah. Yeah. But they kick him off the stage. Right. Yeah, yeah, no, you had me confused. Not Don, but his his boyfriend. Dude. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. And uh interesting now we'll get there in the next show. Oh, I wanna go. I'm trying to trying to keep the show more content and theme based. So I wanna like let the cat out of the bag. Right. And like I'm like, no, that's another episode. I gotta <laughs> get used to this. I gotta get used to this. And it's live. Ah. But uh, yeah, so that was pretty good. So you overall, like, how how should we rate it? Like, what we, what rating on a one to ten would you give it? I give it like a seven overall as a movie. And how do you go? How do you rank it with uh, punk movies you've seen? Um, like, how high up is it? Well, the worst well, is the best. Like, I mean, what I've is your like, favorite punk movie? My favorite punk movie is SLC Punk. Okay, I think I I might have to agree with that. That's my that's I gotta think harder, but that's my go-to. But yeah, yeah so yeah. where does it fall in uh, the rankings? It's it's like in my top five, I would say. Yeah, um, it, it 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 is the first time you ever saw it, right? Y- yeah, I never seen it before. Now, so it's it's great. People love the new content, and thank you so much for the compliments. That's why we're keeping it coming. And one of those compliments came from my man Black Zach with the Bedlam Punks, and he was like, "Dude." Loving the new biopic series you got going on in Pogo. As he phrased it, he was like, did you think about doing movie reviews? And I was like, I guess next week's episode. (laughs) So at first we were starting off with just like seeing movies as a whole. And I already did my little rant on that. So there's too many punk movies. Like I was going to try and cram them all in. But like, you know, we like to hang out. Right. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk on two of them tonight, and we're gonna keep doing our our little regular thing. But I personally, 
I really enjoyed the movie and I liked it better the second time. I think uh, I, I was kind of set in my ways. And when I saw the movie, uh, like probably like 2010 for the first time, when I saw it, like same thing. I was like, the more I find out about Darby, the less I like him. And I went into it like negatively. It was Rude Girl. She was like, Let, let's watch it. Oh, yeah, the Jones. There's a Jones movie. And I'm like, I'm like, Darby kind of gets lame if you look into it too much. <laughs> And we watched it, and I was like, Ugh. but I went back and I watched it this week, and like, dude, I I think I went into it with some preconceived notions the first time, right? Because at first I put it on while I was going to bed, and the damned is in it in like the first yeah. ten minutes, yep. and I'm like, oh no, this is too, I can't go to sleep to this, mm. and I'm like, all right, so then I put it on and I watched it with Rude Girl Jess. She's sick. She was supposed to be up here, and because uh, of course, you know, we're gonna do this want to catch up on it you know and uh i loved it dude i thought it was great i mean i i like the people playing the characters i really like we'll i get like the whole uh how they did it kind of like a um like they were interviewing him while well yeah while the movie was going on what that really seems like i don't know i'd have to research it more but uh my hypothesis that's really how the book what is the technical name of the book that's how the book goes it was written out like an interview it almost looks like a play script like it'll say like someone's name it'll be like pat smear colon and it'll just be like people talking it'll go back right. and forth right. so they interview the whole band they interview a sister they interview the people who are hanging out and there's plenty of pictures in it and like i think they do a really good job and that's the difference right so i'm gonna i'm gonna respect any low budget punk movie but any high budget punk movie that really pisses off the punk rock prima donnas i want the characters to look good like if you got a budget like and you're doing this like make them look good and I feel this movie does. Like, I mean, the Walk to Remember kid, I don't even know his name. But, know, is, is, but is like, he in that he's, movie? Be, he's Darby. He's, no, but is he in that Walk to Remember movie? I guess he's like the star. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. And I've never seen it, but that's always the first thing you hear is, I can't watch it. It's got Walk to Remember. I can't um, watch it. Right. And I'm like, I've never seen a Walk to Remember. And that's one of those. I wasn't going to go down the rabbit hole. It's the same thing when I hear like pop punk music playing and then like people are singing it and they're like, that song sucks. And I'm like, dude, I've never heard that song. How do you know all the words? <laughs> you know what I mean? And like kind of the same thing with those movies. Like, I don't feel him typecast to that because I've never seen that, you right. know? But the characters, they look good. They look great. Bjork is um, is L uh, the L Lana Doom, uh, Lorna Doom, and uh, she's hot. She's hot, she of course. Hot. They're celebrities. They're all better looking than the actual people, people. Yeah. but they look good. They resemble them. Their styles are right. Their hair is right. I mean... Rude Girl Jess was dying when he comes back from England. I told her, I was like, he gets credited with having like the first American mohawk. That gets credited to him a lot. And she was like, oh, yeah, that looks cool. And then they zoom. And she goes, well, except for that paint, that's dumb. And then they zoom away. And she goes, is he wearing feathers? <laughs> and I was like, ha, ha. And that's kind of what I meant. Like, I agreed with her. Like, I see what he was doing. I know the Mohawk came from the American Indian, and I know Darby was the trendsetter and all of that. But I can't help but when I was looking in these pictures, 
I, this is going to make me sound like an asshole. Pardon my French, but you're an asshole. I look at these pictures, and when I would see Darby as he was going by Bobby Pin when he was younger, right. it was like, at one time he had a necklace of paper clips on, and I swear to God, Sean, I, I had like an imaginary flashback, okay? Like a dreamt up flashback of like us hanging out with Zach at like the Sober Club, which was a place we all used to play. The parking lot was not sober. It was an all-ages <laughs> venue. Uh, but uh, we'd be at the Sober Club, and that would have been like one. He just came across as one of the kids. I'd be like... Oh, God, not this kid. Like, do you know what I mean? And, like, I'm not the... Even when I was a teenager, I wasn't the make but, fun of people type. But right, I would but be like, oh, In my opinion, if he, was the one, if he was the one with the paperclip necklace, I mean... Ah, right? He was probably the first one to do, do it. it. I know, but it's still like... Uh, it's like... <laughs> you know, like, and it's not just that. You said he was a trendsetter, like, so... I know, I'm trying to be honest but there is a duality as there is with many things but like the whole thing mohawk awesome feathers and war paint not so awesome kind of weird yeah I mean you've had plenty of mohawks I've never seen you with feathers and war paint no (laughs) I miss my mohawk but that doesn't mean that Darby doesn't get credited as one of the first as the first American to have the mohawk but uh the movie's good starts out you know with him as a kid you see his mother had a hard life and like you know it seems it's 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 really this is my personal cold take you got hot takes this is my cold take right because it's a little ruthless but anywhere you look it's the mom never viewed kindly she did not treat him well and um, you know he was abused he had a 27 year old brother he overdosed darby found him um you know her her like third or fourth husband had a heart attack and darby found him she was a drunk she used to belittle him abuse him in public like neighbors were saying this friends were saying this right she would like verbally abuse him in public and like darby was a junkie misfit outcast like I know I was even talking some shit but these are he he was these things and uh, like he really was doing it on his own and he did have a lot of problems and he did do a lot of fucked up things and we'll talk about them too but when push comes to shove this guy kind of like Brad from Sublime. Well, a little bit more. Darby got famous and then, like, died. You know what I mean? Like, so he does the germs, and then the germs, he breaks up the germs, and he goes out to London, and this is all part of his five-year plan, which is a David Bowie song, which we'll be talking about somewhat next week. And um, he's talking about his five-year plan, and he's always, he's never saying flat out he's going to kill himself. He's always implying it, saying he's going to be out of time. And, you know, people recognize it from the Bowie song, and they know it's kind of his mantra. And, like, throughout the movie and in the book, he says it, like, Pat Smears, like, what's the five-year plan? Like, in the movie, there's one scene where they don't even know. First of all, they had MDMA back then. Guy breaks out some liquid. He's like, all right, here's some dope. Here's some MDMA. Here's some speed. And he's like, oh, I don't, I don't know I what don't this one. And yeah. Darby just grabs it, and they see him Shoots grab it. a needle, and everybody's like, No, no, no! And Pat Smear is literally trying to wrestle it out of his hand. He gets it in there, 
gets he starts like almost season and shit. Everybody's flipping out. And then somebody figures out that it's ketamine. ketamine yeah. And they're like, he's going to be fucked up as shit, but he'll be fine. Right. You know what I mean? And that's really where, at least in the movie, it's like Pat Smear really starts to like get nervous. And it's right. like, what are you, well, are you trying to kill yourself? Yeah, he says in the, in the movie, is this your plan? Is this what you wanted to do? Now, um, if you want... Here, do me a favor. Why don't we bring up... The uh, see if you can get the cast names up on this page, real quick. See if you can find it. But uh, yeah, I mean the film actually came out. It says September thirtieth, two thousand and eight. But then at the top it says two thousand seven. Right you gotta love. You you, you gotta love uh, Wikipedia, which it's so it's uh, Rick Gonzalez. I remember him. He plays from, Pat Smear. Yeah, I remember him from. Uh, Old school. So he's yes. like the dude with the fro who's yes. pledging with Vince Vaughn. I used to watch him on a show called Reaper. Reaper. I don't I don't know that one. We're recording the podcast on a like free version of Reaper right now. <laughs> but uh yeah, but he does a great job. I don't as, know who uh, uh Bu Phillips is, but she's hot. Bu she is hot. Bu Lily Phillips. You Phillips. She is hot. She's Lorna Doom, and she's even hotter in person. But <laughs> she looks like somebody we know. But I mean, I would definitely recommend the movie, man. I mean, it's it's great. I love high budget, like like CBGBs. That's one of my favorites. I I just kept wanting to reference it. We'll get to it eventually. But that's another one of the high budget ones that gets a lot of shit. Alan Rickman, man. So great, but people don't like it because of that. And I love it because of that. But we'll get to that in another episode. But I love these high quality HD movies that are going down at like CBGBs and shit. And like there's really no the reason Starwood. to hate them. Plenty of people do, dude. It, what Plenty it is is do. it's a movie about something that you like. Just because somebody you necessarily don't like is in it doesn't mean you shouldn't see it. Yeah. And uh, who's the main character? Shane West. That's the kid's name. Darby Crash. Darby Walk Crash. Yeah, right here. That's his name. Shane, Shane West. West. So it's Shane West, Rick Gonzalez, Noah Bowles. And uh, who was the chick? How are we saying her name? B-I-J-O-U. Yeah, I don't know how the hell you say that. Phillips. Bayou. John Phillips is her father. She began a career as a model. As I'm reading it, he takes it away. As I'm reading it, you take it away. Phillips made her singing debut. If you son of a... I'm never letting you hold that fucking mouse again. Dude... Appearance in black and white. She was a singer. Singer is. I don't, I don't know. know. She's hot. I thought it was Bjork. No, it's no, uh, it's something weird though because she's Bayou, hot. Bayou Phillips. And she's a singer. I don't know though. She's her hot. Dad though. is her dad is. I'm going to her page now because she's definitely hot. <laughs> but um, she's from Connecticut. So. Uh, uh, yeah, she's from Connecticut, actress, model, born in 94, or no, okay, well, I guess she would still be pretty old if she was born in 94, god damn, I'm getting old, <laughs> <laughs> I remembered it was like, oh, 94, no, they're way too young, and now I'm like, no, they're like 30, <laughs> like, 
Yeah. <laughs> 28, I guess. The 90s were But a long she was time actually born in 80. I misread that. She's 41. Her years active were 94 to 2013. But uh, yeah, I definitely like the movie. We played some of um, what we, we played some of the germs. germs Do you have anything else you want to say about the movie? Anything else you want to uh, say about no, the germs? It was, it was a good movie. You should check it out and fuck you if you. Where did it's free on or YouTube? One of those, right? Yeah, I is. watched it on YouTube. It's also on you literally. Well, fuck you if you uh, don't want to see it just because. I guess the Walk to Remember guy is in it. It's a movie about the germs. And it's a major motion film. They don't like that, too. It's not like DIY. It's a movie about the germs. Just fucking watch See, our next movie is DIY. And uh, it's very controversial because uh, there's definitely some elements of racism in it. You wish they weren't because then it could just be like a great... It is still a good picture, but then we could really call it like a scene movie. Right. But, you know, dude's walking around with a swat stick on, on his, his head. head. yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, what the fuck is so we're this? Talking about we're talking about Made, made in, in Britain, Britain, and we're going to get to it up next. The uh, main song in it, UK82 by The Exploited. I feel like this is also I didn't one see, of the reasons. I don't like I don't like. I interrupt me, my man. Sorry. I feel like this is also one of the reasons a lot of Nazis are into the exploited yeah. and the exploited gets shit and get called Nazi I think because of this but we'll I was dive about, into I was too. about to say that because I don't like the fact that the exploited are used in the beginning of the movie because it makes the exploited seem like they're a Nazi, Nazi. band yes and, uh, but Which we are not. gonna get to their track UK 82 and then we're gonna talk more about the TV movie made in Britain here's the exploited <laughs> I may have f***ed up here. Not doing that. We don't want that. Not doing that. Not doing that. Uh, Talk to them, Sean. Uh, So if you've seen Made in Britain, uh, it's about a kid named Trevor who's like... Not about the movie yet. Oh, okay. When's the Exploited show? Uh, You can see the Exploited in Harrisburg, I think, May... Sometime in May, right when your daughter's being right born. when my daughter daughter's being born, and uh, I, how it her baby shower is tomorrow too. The whole thing is started is started starting to finally set in that I'm having another kid. I got a I got a box that weighed sixty pounds fucking sent to my house yesterday. It was the size of a fucking what was it? The baby? It was like this. <laughs> it was like the size of a fucking uh, <laughs> like dog crate. It was fucking huge. What was it? You could have fit a s- s- fucking family of raccoons in there. It was uh, it was just a bunch of baby shit, man. <laughs> just a bunch of baby shit. Just like, a bunch of baby bunch shit. Of, I think like you're out of the camera. All kinds of crap, daddy. Yeah, you were leaning out a little. Yeah, but, so I'm uh, not gonna yeah. be able to go see the exploited, but you can listen to them on Pogo City Radio. And they are right here with UK82. Yeah. 
the exploited Pogo City motherfucking radio. All right, we are here, and it is our first ever uh, Pogo movie night. If you guys are listening live, we have been discussing the germs and the movie What We Do Is Secret and some of the book, The Short and Vast Life of the Germs and Derby Crash, something like that. I'm paraphrasing the title. I couldn't find it. But uh, you guys can go check out the podcast if you missed it. It'll be up on iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, Apple, iTunes isn't even like a thing anymore, I don't think. It's just like Apple Music. Yeah, because like... I think it, everything's promoted as Apple Music now. I don't know if it's I don't a use Apple entity. products really. Me anymore. neither, but they're like the biggest podcast things. Spotify yeah. and Apple are like the biggest deals. Right. So, yeah, it's it's Apple now. So Apple Music, Spotify, they're the main two places. And uh, I should hopefully have the domains back up and running soon. Hopefully this week. I gotta go say fuck GoDaddy, fuck GoDaddy. Fuck GoDaddy. I used to think they were a porn Fuck site. GoDaddy. When I was a well, kid. Because they marketed themselves that way, but... Yeah, well, you weren't that young, though. We were in high school, though. But I didn't know what the hell GoDaddy was. Yeah, I just thought it was like a... It was domain I service. Didn't, well, I, I, I shouldn't say I thought it was a porn site. I didn't know exactly what it was. Like maybe like a Maxim but they, magazine. But they, but they marketed it because they always had hot chicks in yeah. their commercials. Well, they had Danica Patrick, too. Danica that Patrick, That kind of made her yes. famous, sir. And uh, yes, yes, but... We, uh, you guys can go check out the podcast if you missed any of it, but, uh, we're going to move on and we're going to get to a, uh, British film that was made for TV in 1982. They call it a television, 40 years old already, a television play written by, uh, David Leland and directed by Alan Clark. Now, uh, I saw an interview with Tim Roth. Tim Roth saying this picture changed his life. And, uh, you know, it, it really put him on the scene. I'm not sure if it was his acting debut, per se. I think it may have been, but he said it changed his life. In this little YouTube interview I was watching. Now, you guys can watch this movie for free on YouTube. I definitely recommend it. It was made for TV. It's only 73 minutes. It focuses in on a 16-year-old kid named Trevor, who is a misguided youth with a SWAT stickers tattooed on, on his, his forehead. forehead. Yeah. Now, what sucks is now if so in all the pictures now in some countries like Germany you can't even depict a swastika and uh, so it's blurred out it looks like he either has a pimple a bruise maybe they change it to an X and then even when you watch it on YouTube it's such poor quality you can't even like see it's a swastika most of the time I can see it no but I'm just saying I almost thought they were trying to like hide it at some point. Okay, because maybe they were. Because if you Google it, not the YouTube portion, I think that's just the quality, but if you Google it, like even look on Wikipedia, like that is not the cover, that's a you star. You're right about it being Tim Ross' film debut. Yeah, see, it's a, it's a star. Look at his head. Yes, I can see, see you know, that. It's, like, it's something different everywhere. Right. So, and then I was like, and I was thinking to myself, I was like, you know, is it just that he has the swastika tattooed his head? Because I don't see him saying any racist, and then there it goes, Boom, middle of the movie. So yeah. there you are. You're cruising. You're like, oh, this is just some school skinhead movie. This kid's crazy. He's wild. I knew people like him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's throwing a brick through a window, but it's a brick through a Pakistani businessman's 
window. Yeah. And then in the middle movie, boom, race rant from hell. Yeah. Now, of course, this isn't Tim Roth. This is an actor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio says the N-word 12,000 times in Django. Django Unchained, yeah. I don't think he's a racist man. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, it, it gets, I'm even nervous It's when we even talk about it. Like, I get nervous to say, I think American History X, that is literally one of my top three favorite movies, greatest movies of all time. It's a good movie. That movie is moving. It is insane. I couldn't sleep after the first time I watched it. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But that being said, I also don't like movies like this because this is why now you say skinhead and we mean oi oi skinhead, skinhead and people are like I'm not a fuck he's you're a racist he, we were at a dropkick murphy show Katie chaos went oh yeah i remember their skinhead days to some super Irish swanky college kid dropkick murphy guy right and he was like skin they were never they're not racist uh, we were like, no, no, not like that kind of skin, like the other kind oh, of skinhead. Skin and he, he's like, what do you mean? Other, they're not skinheads. Well, not anymore. But no, well, why would you talk about it anyway? No, but not that kind of skinhead. And that's because of American History X and because of movies like this and because it truly existed also. Yeah. yeah. But uh, you don't see typically skinheads depicted because even when you get to This Is England, This Is England, not going to let the cat out of the bag. But that at least does show some traditional skinhead, but takes its Nazi turn. And anytime you get into the cinema of punk rock or skinhead, at least, it always seems to be the racist Nazi. guy. Yeah. Yeah. And what's also weird about this particular picture is uh, the entire movie. So basically, with the exception of the one scene where he goes on his racist rant, he's not doing any other racist things. If the swastika was on his head, black dude. that's what I was just going to say. Yeah, his best friend in the movie, it's his roommate, but the whole movie's hanging out with a black dude, and he's cutting him in. Like, he's not beating him. You see him when they rob stuff, he'll be paying the guy off. Right. He takes him with him in the stolen car. They have fun. They're, they're assholes to each other, but they're all looking out for each other. His they're best friend. Glue. And I'm waiting. I'm waiting for him to have some epiphany. Like, I saw this for the first time in high school, but once again, rewatched R it right. this week. And uh, But the first time I was watching, I'm waiting, thinking, like, oh, he's going to have an epiphany because he hangs out with this black kid. Uh, and like American history axes and be like, oh, hate is baggage. And you know, but no, 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 he, doesn't. he ends up so he's a misguided youth and he does, he gets like 18,000 chances. He gets way more chances than I ever got. You know what I mean? Right. And like, he, he it all starts with school. They even write it out on the board. Well, on they the give him like board, eight yeah. different standard things that right. happen. And some of them happen up to four times. And he's sitting there because he walks in. He's basically in a juvenile placement, like a three halfway house kind of, right. but like a, a juvenile placement. He's supposed to have a job and uh, it's highly supervised. And um, there's a kitchen, like a cafeteria. And, you know, he walks in and it's not the hours it's like three o'clock and he's late for lunch and, and he he's a, like oi sandwich and then he yeah. doesn't respond and then he just starts wigging starts kicks kicking the the, kicks the door in beats the shit out of the uh the chef there 
Does he? Does he hit the chef? Yeah, yeah he just he throws gets in a fight with the chef. Starts, oh, does he actually? Hit starts him? kicking him in the chest and shit. Yeah. Shit, I'm neglected. I watched it this week. I didn't even pick up on yeah. that. I was probably taking a dab. But yeah, I thought he just threw shit and then they got him. No, he beats the shit out of the guy. They restrain him, and that's when they're talking that's to they, him, and, that's and they're they like, "Why him, are you acting like this?" Then they take him back in the room, and, and they, that's when he's like, that's "It's because of uh, insert racial slurs." Yeah, well, it's. Yeah, so he, he's going off, calling everybody wankers but, and shit. So he does get out of there, and what happens when he gets out of that room? Because I know how it, he ends up in the cell, but what happens in between time? Because uh, this is—he ends up the movie. Do we tell? But do we say it? I mean, we're talking about them open. We're giving spoilers left and right. We say how it ends, right? This movie came out in 1982. Yeah. Okay. So it doesn't end with like his renaissance. It ends with him getting, getting like, a, a compound fracture. Yeah, he ends up getting hit with a with a nightstick. And when uh, he finally makes it to prison, where he was rooting to go, yeah. he finally talks shit again. Because, dude, I'm not gonna lie, he looks like a badass in most of it, dude. He's huffing, he's puffing, he's fighting everybody. He's got his docks on. He's stomping everything. He's smashing shit. He's breaking anybody who doesn't look at him right and like just like not giving a fuck, looking for confrontation. And there he is, finally. They've given up on him. He's smart. He's got people pulling for him. He's educated and he's in a cell. He's talking shit. And the cop comes over, hits his knee, boom, breaks out of his fucking leg. And it ends with him screaming in a fucking cell. Why did he end up in the cell? What happens after he gets Uh, out of the room on the racist rant? I can't um, think of what's there. What what happens? Um, See, I don't remember either. I don't remember. I got like this blank. Of like it's only a seventy-two minute movie. I remember oh, well, he goes. Um, he goes with the. the Does he steal the car then? He st- no. He goes and he um, he leaves a black dude after they. Uh, after but they he th- lets him get out of trouble though. Isn't that the idea though? When he lets him off, doesn't that? I always took that as, or maybe it was because I was just looking for him to have a renaissance that he did that, but therefore he wouldn't get in trouble. Do you know what I mean? Because he leaves the black kid stranded. Yes. Yeah. That's what I was saying. But they're committed. They're on a crime spree, though, and he doesn't leave them stranded and get, like, caught. Do you know what I mean? Right. So uh, the way it was depicted... Because then he takes the blame. He goes right to the thing. He turns That's himself what I'm saying. He, he turns, turns himself, himself in. in. He goes so to I the, kind uh, of felt he goes like to he like was letting so- him off. He goes to the, his social worker's um, and turns house himself in. and turns That's himself in. But that's what I'm saying. That's why. So I took it as... He yeah he leaves him abandoned, but he does it and gets him out of trouble. Like right. he kind of gives him the finger because that's their whole relationship. That's what I said. Like he's paying him when they rob people and stuff. They're splitting their food. You know what I mean? But they're always kind of asshole about it. Right. And same thing. He's an asshole for leaving him. But then he goes and he turns himself in. And if he would have done that with the kid, the kid would also be guilty. Right. That's how, you know, so he ditches him, turns himself in. That kid doesn't get in trouble. I always felt like he was taking the fall. Right. So I don't know. Do we count that as a renaissance? Not really. I don't know. I just mean of the racism because I don't care about the other crimes. I just care about the racism. The racism, yeah. He could be all, I love if he's always just crazy. That's great. I'd be happy. If it was an X instead of a swastika. And right. he said the rich man instead of the N-word. It's, I'd yeah. love it all. Just think about that. Think about all the Nazi stuff. If you just took out the racial slur and released, re- replaced it with, like, government or the rich. <laughs> like, yeah. 
It would change <laughs> the whole it dynamic be, of the it movie. It would be great. It would, they'd be regular skinheads. Yeah. Like, all of, you know what I mean? It would just, like, even the, like, oh, you could just, yeah, that's what it is. So no, I, I'm going to say. Class war. That's the skinhead I'm talking about. I'm going to say he doesn't have a renaissance necessarily, but he does. But he hooks up the he, black guy through and through, man. He, he does. And he does turn himself in. But I'm not going to necessarily call but that he's a He's really racist against the Pakistanis. Yeah. That's what it is because it's like a working class thing. And he's kind of got that whole, as people in America would have like with the uh, like Hindu or Indian people, like they come to our country and work for seven years and go and don't pay taxes. and So right. that's like his opinion because that's in, in Pakistan, that's like the uh, minority immigrant community that gets right. harassed the most or like how you would say like a you know like the mexicans like at like a home depot like they have right the pakistanis so i think maybe the whole movie he is no but he does he goes on a racial rant with plenty of n-word now that i yes, think about it he yeah d- and he says he it, does yeah no. he says it like a bunch of times so yeah <laughs> No, because that's what it is, dude. It's like it would you'd be it, you'd be in the way you're rooting for Alex in Clockwork. You'd be if you didn't have the SWAT sticker and he was saying the government instead of the Pakistanis, you'd be rooting for him. You'd right. be loving it. Right. It'd be awesome. So I I just keep trying to make it that. You can't get <laughs> around. You can't get around the racism. So what do we? Is this supposed to be like some kind of uh, propaganda film, or is it a reefer madness? Why was this created? Like, why was, what like so there was was this to warn? Because it was like made for TV. So was it to warn young juveniles of becoming like, I think, Nazis? Yeah, it's, was yeah, that? Yeah, I point? think it was kind of like a so uh, not propaganda. Don't be per like se, but it was a. Don't be like no. this kid. That's what I mean. I shouldn't have said because it is a good point. Yes, don't be a Nazi. So right. therefore, not propaganda. But you know what I mean. In the like an after-school special, like a scared yeah. straight. Right. I gotta be honest though, dude. Kind of like the Basketball Diaries. I can remember. I seriously, dude. I was like six years old when the Basketball Diaries came out, and I wanted to see it so bad because I thought drugs were so cool. And I think my mom let me watch it because she thought it would scare me. And it just glorified it, and I thought drugs were 30 times cooler. (laughs) Like, Uh, and so it's like, I wonder if a young, impressionable, because, like, I'm talking about an honest, like, I'm talking about being a 1982 and being a six-year-old. Not being a 16-year-old, being a 1982 and being a six-year-old. You don't even know what Nazis are. You don't know what them N-words mean. And you see it, and the way he's depicted, dude, I'm going to kind of glorify that just the same way I did the Basketball Diaries. Like, I don't know what a swastika is, and this guy's just breaking windows and yelling and telling people well, to I fuck off. I think it off. depends on how you look at it. Like, But I mean, honestly, though, at me as a child, it that's depend- a, and I wonder if it had a reverse effect as the Basketball Diaries did with me because it does kind of romanticize it. Right. I got what you're saying. Anything else? No, I don't think so. <laughs> what did you think of the movie? It was good. It was entertaining. Um, I didn't like the r- fact that they played the exploited in the beginning. They're credited uh, as the entire soundtrack. Yeah. That's the song. That makes the exploited seem like a Nazi band, which they're not. <laughs> Sean's uh, like, 
I gotta say this for the four. That makes the exploited seem like a Nazi band, which they're not. That makes that seem like an a Nazi band, but they're not. I'm gonna make a drop of Sean saying that makes the exploited sound like a Nazi band, but they are not. Yeah, they're not. Um, they're but it was not. a good movie. It was a good movie. Uh, I would check it. I mean, it's free on YouTube, so just go watch it. Yeah, go watch it. Seventy-three minutes, guys. It's fucking awesome. It's not long. It's a good movie. It's good. It's uh, you know, it's uh, it's not like it's and it's more of an independent DIY. Like we said, nineteen eighty-two, very low quality. You can't even see the swastika on his head half the time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm I'm curious. I'm on the Wikipedia page. I can't like read and talk at the same time as Sean walks away from his microphone. I wanted to see if there's anything on here like in the production of why they made it. But uh, it was a television drama. It was uh, Clark's first production. Uh, now nah, I can't find out. I'm trying to see if it says what. I don't know. But I, I'm imagining it was to steer kids away from being Nazis because this is England. I think what we'll do when we do our next movie review, it'll probably be This Is England and CBGBs. I'm not just doing SLC Punk. It's one of my favorites. But, like, it's... We'll get there. We're not. We're not. It's It would be like... As long as we get It would there, be man. like starting the first episode ever off with like blitzkrieg bop like we don't have to right. be that cliche do you know what i mean right. but uh you know i love me some r-o-m-o-n-e-s with my tattoo there and my baby sheena now i want to hear the ramones but yeah go check out made in britain we can't guys play the ramones uh, we can play them later maybe with this less music thing and us cutting it out of youtube we can kind of pull in facebook right. we might not get pulled off because we're not playing as much music they give us our, our warnings, so we might sneak by. But what we're actually going to play is the Hudson Falcons, as I said earlier. And we are going to play the more rare version from the four bands from New Jersey that will change everything. And uh, I love that album. And we are going to get to the Hudson Falcons portion of it, Sean. Tell them where they can find Pogo, my man. You can find, find this them, next track. You can find Pogo on uh, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, fucking Facebook, Facebook all them Johns, Instagram, at Pogo City Radio. Did we I are going to YouTube. Yeah, we are going to get to the Hudson Falcons up next. And uh, what is the track I said? Working Class War. That's it. Here's Hudson Falcons on Pogo. In that city enemy Have to find them at the profits From our sweat We gotta show them that we ain't dead yet Fight for the people We gotta fight for the cause Fight to the death It's a working class war Oi, oi, oi They act like they're doing us a favor All they do is piss against the neighbors They say shut them all, give them your job we gotta show them where the working class mob Fight for the people We gotta fight for the cause Fight to the death It's a working class war oi, oi, oi. United we stand, divided we fall The justice for one hurts us all 
did it again but yes that was the hudson falcons right there you know i bought a bottle of vodka and then i felt sick right before i started drinking i've been drinking a little bit more i've been able to drink my stomach's been better and then right as i was like ah no i can't and i gotta work tomorrow so fucking but yeah no no i I had some fun i I drank a couple vodkas this week my stomach is not as dead as it once was so I've I've, hey, I've been able to uh, drink here and there. Maybe it's getting back to normal. I've been able to drink here and there. I was saying that's good. I, I I drank this week. I had a couple drinks. I got got a little buzz. A little, little buzzy buzz. buzz. A little bu- buzz. Nice. But yes, I was gonna get some tonight, but then I, my stomach was getting all like, oh, no, I'm gonna <laughs> die. And then I was like, I am working half the day tomorrow. But yes, yeah. So uh, you got your baby shower tomorrow, my man. Baby shower. So men doing baby showers now. Well, it's my wife's baby shower. Mm. Oh, are you um, not having the baby? I am not. I thought it came out of your butt. No. No. Oh. No. I don't fart out the baby or anything like that. I thought um, Mary spit in your mouth and then you farted out the baby. <laughs> That's. <laughs> <laughs> um. No. No. Actually. <laughs> Real highbrow around here. Real highbrow. Spit in the mouth. <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of Iggy Pop this week, okay? That's my excuse. Oh, man, that's fucking Iggy funny. Iggy made me do it. But, uh, yeah, so we're going to have fun next week. I'm gonna, um, We're going to talk a lot about the book. It'll be an Iggy episode. Iggy episode for sure. Make sure you guys go over to the archives. Sean was telling you Spotify, all that, Apple, all that. Check out the uh, previous episodes, especially the more recent ones. With uh, Sid Vicious, G.G. Allen topics, punk and rock the, time, machine. time machine, who and who influenced uh, more the U.K. or the U.S. and uh, the Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame, yes. We are going to do a punk rock Jeopardy. You better start studying. I'm oh, going to be the host. Shit. I'm not going to play because somebody has to have the answers, and I'm the one who's going to do it. So do I have I to won't answer play. in the form of a question. Do I'm going to decide. Who is Wadi? Well, let's let's think this out. So it came to me in a vision today. But the way I initially saw it in my head was, yes, exactly, just Jeopardy. Straight up Jeopardy and me making categories. So I'm thinking that's what I'm going to do. But it may evolve slightly different. We're going to have to figure out, but it may be as little as, which will be annoying for the listeners. We're going to have to figure out. Who buzzed in? I don't know if we can get a different board game with a buzzer system or something, but we're gonna we gotta figure that part out, okay? okay. And then what I will do is um, 
in in the video on I'm YouTube, I'll this. be able to put a board on the screen. Live, there won't be a board. They won't really need one. I'll have it on paper or something here, so you guys can see the categories. Now, um, I don't we're I don't know. Like, we'll think it out loud. I don't know if we'll do like the whole double Jeopardy and how many categories. Like, are there going to be daily doubles? Well, that's what I'm saying. I have to. I, there we so in the first round you would have one, so maybe we'll do with daily double. I have no idea how I would work that in though. I'd have to figure it out. I'll think about it. It's a good question. Well, I would like there will definitely be final Jeopardy though. Okay. There will definitely be final Jeopardy. So me and like Rue Girl Jess. But and, yeah, uh, so I'm trying to see if we'll get Renee. Renee. She yeah. she's here. But I also maybe that that, uh, that crusting crusting the toilet cleaning the clown. toilet cleaning clown because be here. what it is also I want you guys to have some time to study. So I think what I'll do is I will reveal the categories ahead of time. Not the questions, but the categories. Okay. So you guys at least know what to wrap your head around. Okay. Like already, what I, I was like thinking it. is we're gonna. I'm oh, gonna I want to play, man. One of the I'm categories ready. is definitely gonna be name based, where the the thing on the board will either be the person's real name or their fake name, and you'll have to know. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. That'll be one of the categories. You know what I mean? I was trying to get all. Clever and calling that one like, who do you think you're talking to, or are you talking to me, or something you like talking that. To me? You know what I mean? Drop, I was, do uh, that drop. Do that. Do that drop. Uh, who the fuck do you think you're talking to? Uh, who the fuck do you think you're talking to? <laughs> but yeah, I should make that one the the one category. But uh, I was thinking I, I should have written it down. I had a couple other categories. They'll come back to me. But yeah, I want to give you guys some time to study. We got to figure out the buzzers. And um, we, I want to try and do some other like troubleshooting, like danger spotting. God, that's such a rehab term. But um, I want to like, uh, like what else? So like, what what other problems do you see with the buzzers, the uh, screen, the, buzzers, the fact that I have to make the questions? You have to make the questions. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, you're gonna have to keep track of points and shit. That'll be okay, though. Yeah. Because it is, that's the idea with the board. The questions will be predetermined, the points and everything. Right. I'll just have to keep a tally. I'm going to need an assistant. So we'll probably have three players and then, like, someone on the side, someone... someone. I, I want to do this. This sounds like fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. And shit, dude, we can do this more than once. Hell yeah. It'll be hard for me. Yo! We could rotate the host. I'll be a host. We could rotate the host, and then one week you'd be in charge, and you'd think up the questions. Okay. And then I'd get to play. Oh, shit, son. 
I oh, think we shit. got something here. Let's do it. I think we got something here. You're leaving me hanging. I think we got oh. something here. I think, what do you guys, what do you guys think about it? You guys, oh, you, you like it? Good. Good. I'm glad, I'm glad you're on board. You like the idea. Because I like the idea. Everyone likes the idea. The exploited in Harrisburg? Yes, in May. My daughter is going to be like just born. <laughs> Sean's like, you can't go. My daughter's going to be born and you're not going to be able to go, Matthew. You can't. You can't go. You can't go, Matthew. Sean's daughter is going to be if like I three can't days go, old. Nobody can go. Nope, the exploited isn't even playing. Waddy's packing it up. Well, <laughs> Waddy. Get the fuck out of here. Waddy you actually, Waddy actually no, became a politician. Did you know that? Gold. <laughs> Waddy is now a politician. He is the British version. <laughs> Not with the uh, racist. Well, timist. That would have been a timist. Not with the timist speech, but yes. But yeah, uh, so Sean. <laughs> What uh? What, what shows you looking forward to? When, when I'm looking, looking to forward to Rob's show. Uh, oh, of course, March sure. 26th. Uh, One-sided yeah, Parasites. Quite Christ. Chopper. Colin's coming up for that show. We're gonna ride up together. I think. Uh, I don't Can know. You come man. to my house first if you guys are riding up together. Uh, you can take Crustin. We can try to do that. Yeah, you can take Crustin can ride up with us. Yeah. Um. Fucking a man. Uh. After that, like. I'm looking forward to you that. Going to the um, Circle Jerks? I'm not going to the Circle Jerks. I, that, that show that is sold out. I'm not going. <laughs> like you, I'm not a huge Circle Jerks fan to begin with. Um, but there is that Tim and uh, LCJ are putting on that show with blanks and the parasitics and shit. Yep. There's some lineup problems with that show. That's why oh, I haven't it, been promoting oh, it. Oh, I should have said that. I was hoping you wouldn't bring it up. But yeah, there's some. Uh, that's why I said it's a bitch, man. It's a bitch. That's a bitch. I'm not I'm not saying what or what, but you know, okay. some lineup issues. All right. Well, I didn't know that. But yeah. um, I mean, past May, um, I might be on hiatus for a while. Oh, I'm baby. Gonna be, I'm going to be taking care of a so baby. You should try and come out April. You should come out April 9th with me. I should try to get as many shows in in April as I fucking you can. You should come to April 9th with me to the after party. Okay. Do you want to do that? We'll see. Yeah. That would be fun because I'm not going to the show. But, I mean, it'll be super late. I mean, you know what I mean? We're playing the after party. And Aaron will play before us, I think. I hope. I don't know. I don't know when who's playing. My that. wife is, uh, she's. She's making April a dry month for me. She says I'm not allowed to drink. Ah, uh, yes, I remember because when JJ was born. Yeah, because you were an idiot. Because I got super drunk, <laughs> like three weeks before a due date. And That's here's like, the thing: with babies, they can come whenever the fuck they want. They can come three weeks before their due date. They can come three weeks after their due date. Your wife is going to remember My, that fight the, the when very, she's 83. The very first <laughs> Pogo City Radio we ever did was like. Oh, six years Holy ago shit, this month. I just thought of something. Six years ago this month. Yeah, our birthday is coming I up. Know, Holy I know. Shit, I, I didn't that even. Too. I, did, I yeah. forgot, man. I knew it was. Holy yeah. shit! The very first Pogo City Radio I was, was like. About, I was thinking the last week of March. I was thinking because okay, it's either that or next week. So okay, we got to do that soon. Um, Rob's show. So maybe the night before. Holy Rob's shit! Show. It's been six years already. Holy March twenty fifth. We'll I, I forget what I was saying. Oh, my wife uh, got pissed off. Really pissed off at me because I came home wasted. And uh, she could have get went into labor and shit, and yeah. I'm excited about punk rock Jeopardy. I am too. That sounds yes. like fun. Let's I, do that. I want to think of my other categories. I should have written them down. I was working, but yes, I definitely am doing the name thing. 
and uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll get I'll get clever with it. I'll get clever with it. It's gonna be it's gonna be hard though. We're gonna and uh, people will get competitive. And I think we really are striking gold with the rotating host because it's gonna be hard to make it. And then the host will put the responsibility on somebody different every month or whatever we do it, and it'll it'll. Um, Everybody will get more schooled. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, the stuff you were, like, so, studying on. So, for are the you going to do, one. like, a category like, who is this person really? And you're going to give their birth name, and it's going to be like. Well, what it'll be, so it'll it's be gonna like be Jeopardy. If it'll be technical. It'll, it'll be, be like. like it'll John be like, Richie Simon, or John Simon Richie. It would be you, like, who is my Sid birth Vicious? name is John Richie Simon. And then you would say, who is, who is Sid, Sid Vicious? Vicious? Yes. Okay. That's what we'll be doing. Yes, and uh, I did. I can't think of any of the other categories, but I had some. I'll make some like uh, geographical. We'll make some tour based. I mean, I'll get like obscure. I'll I'll, I'll find some things because you got to remember they got to get gradually harder. Like that would be a good hundred dollar question. Like John Richie Simon is my birth name. Sid Vicious, you know what right. I mean? At the same time, we could also say, my, uh, what do you say, what do you call your real name? What's the technical name for that? How do we phrase it uh, when we're being all? Birth Jeopardy name? I guess, yeah, birth name. You're uh, like, um, my, my, uh, you get the idea. I get what you you're get saying, yeah. Yes, yes, let's play a song. Let's play a song. What song are we going to play? Uh, I want to hear Sham 69, because yeah, listening yes. to, uh, or uh, why was I thinking watch, of this song? Watching, uh, Made in Britain, they use the word Borstal a lot, and it made me think of Sham 69. So we're going to play Borstal Breakout by Sham 69, because I said so. Because I am the fucking host of this show, and I rule the world. Oh, do you now? <laughs> Here's NSYNC. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 
Jam 69, Pogo City Radio. I like that song. When I heard, uh, as when we I, when eat, I, when try I hear not to the word into the mic. When I heard, yeah, when I hear the word bor, bor, borstel, is that the word? You're asking the wrong motherfucker. Well, I mean, I know a borstel is uh, like a jail. Yeah, I know. I mean, when I hear that word, I know I, that I because the way of, it's inferred I, in the song. I immediately think of that song. What about you? I think I know the term from the song, to be honest. That was okay. my point. You know what I mean? Okay. And I think I just knew it was like a jail type thing because of the, you know. The inference. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Sham 69. Her Sham We, we don't play a lot of Sham 69. Because they're here. one of those bands that get us kicked off of everything. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Aren't they? Didn't they just make some Facebook post? Are they doing a show or something? I don't know. I Look it up. I, I feel I like they're doing that. some shows. I feel like I saw that this week on Facebook. You know what I mean? I'm not sure. Go to our Facebook. Where we get all our information Mission, from. Yes, and we we pray to our Lord Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg, yeah. Zuckerberg. Good old Zuck. 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 Yeah. Where's Keel Zuckerberg when you need him? Uh, he's in like Florida or some Fucking shit. Josh. He was supposed to be fucking here in like Josh. October, that fucking asshole. He keeps saying he's going to be coming up and then he, and then he doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we're going to get out of here. You know what I mean? We did our little, a little content. Then we kicked it for a little, kicked it for a little. But I am fucking beat. And it, I'm, I don't, I, I want to talk about Iggy Pop and I'm going to ruin the whole fucking show because next week's going to be a good show. And you guys better tune in, get ready for that podcast. Now we've been pushing, we've been pushing the videos and the live a little bit more. We're going to be doing the pogo clips, the live videos. The sound is awful, but in the clips, the sound is fine. It's the internet that's Facebook, whatever the fuck it is. The live videos, but, you know, with there not being that much music now, it doesn't really matter because the, the talking is fine. It's right. really the music that sounds like shit. You know what I mean? So you guys can catch the videos, though, if you want to hear them sounding good on the Pogo Clips the YouTube channel. Make sure you guys head over there. You guys can catch the show in its entirety. Sounded nice and clear all over podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple, all that shit. You know what I'm saying? And remember, one sided put up our new tracks this week. So please check them out on Spotify. Please give us a follow. Please give us a share. Same thing with uh, this show right here. That shit really helps, guys. I mean, everybody says they want to support and shit. You ain't even got to pay. Shares, comments, ratings, that shit helps out a bunch, especially on Spotify. So, uh, yeah, go hook up one side and give us a follow. We got more so- new songs coming. We got two new ones. We're going to be playing March 26th. I'll let it, I'll, I'll let it be known. We All got right. two new ones. And go one see of that them, shitty band one-sided. One of them, pretty clever. Pretty clever. We were nervous. Uh, I, I, I'm sorry. We I said I was going to stop shitting on one-sided. We, we, might, we, we said it might not sound good, but it actually Quinn did a good job on it. Quinn wrote a song called ACAB, okay. and the notes are ACAB. Oh, ah. I see what he did there. That's some music nerdery right there. I'm on yeah. that. Yeah, I'm on All that. Right. It sounds good. It's way good to song. go. Way to go, Clay. I think I don't know if I, I know. I posted "I Want You Dead." Uh, it's I did. I, did I watch you were that literally video. writing that as I. That's why I'm go. You're hearing Aaron in the beginning go. Try that. Try that. Because I was saying, no, nah, we need to do this. 
I was saying something with the intro. Right. I was like, Quinn, we can't do the same thing we've done in three quarters of our songs. We have to do this a little different. And as I was explaining it to him, I understood because it's fun, man. This is how I used to be with Zach. I'm not there yet with Quinn, but this is how I was with Zach on anything. Like, we always knew where the other one was going to go. Like, we knew when the part was right. going to change. We knew what it was going to change to. We we knew how to play with each other. And I just knew that Quinn... You guys played with each other? Complex. <laughs> <laughs> you feel left out, buddy? <laughs> Pardon my French, but you're an asshole. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, but... So, and we just went right into... I hit record. And at the end, we're like, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it there. We got it. <laughs> I actually played the ending of the song wrong, I think. To be honest, but so does Aaron, and nobody noticed. But listen, uh, I watched that video. I mean, it's a it's a cool track. Yeah, so. a lot of people did. I appreciate it. Yeah, though. but yeah, that that's how I want you dead. Uh, ACAB. I don't know, man. I think I might have put that on Facebook like a long time ago, randomly. It has like a sick ass intro, to be honest. And okay. It's got a it's got a heavy ass intro. It's okay. pretty cool. All right, cool. Pretty man. cool. I'm loving the uh, reaction, guys. That uh, we're getting from the Spotify too, man. I talked some poor guys here off today who, uh, you know, quite a few people. One of the biggest compliments I could ever get is when someone says, your bass tone is insane. Like when they say the tone, like like I orgasm a little. Like <laughs> like when they tell me the tone. Little chub. Like, it really, I'm like, oh God, yes. <laughs> and then, so if... I've, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like someone who compliments your tone at least plays music. Like, someone who's not a musician doesn't say, sick bass tone. <laughs> like, that's same right. thing. Like, no one goes, oh, them drum sounds are tight. Like, only right. someone who plays music says that. Right. So, like, dude, I, sa I said, oh, yeah, man, I really appreciate that. I sent this guy, like, 47 messages about the settings on my pedals, on which track and which bass. Of no, he was talking, did. though. He was going, All right. yes. At least he was responding. But, to you. Uh, yeah. you didn't send him like I did. One, two, three, four. Look, it's gonna be one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, four. One, two, three, four, five. I saw ah, it. We got it. Our live time signature was just one, two, three, four, five. One hour, twenty-three minutes, and forty-five seconds. That was amazing. It was actually zero, one, two, three, four, five. It was. Oh, craziness! Wow, we're stoners. <laughs> we are one thirty-eight, right? <laughs> no, they still don't say what that means. No, then we'll probably never Some know. Some people what the try hell and that say means. it means they're Nazis. Somebody tries to come uh, say they're well, Nazis. Well, of course somebody says somebody that. Somebody says it's like a um like an LA code to like kill a cop. I've heard that it's like like 187 that different jurisdictions do 138, but I feel like if that was the case that would be more known. Then like that would be that's kind of why would it be an LA thing? Because the misfits are from New Jersey, though. So no that's kind of weird. That's a good point. I'm just saying. I remember me and Black Zach were at this motherfucker True Stories house, and Zach is laughing his ass off because I know he is listening. And we were in Southside Bethlehem, and this dude called himself True Story, and literally like big, heavy black dude, like Fat Albert type right but like would have fit it and like some cornrows you know what i mean right and every other word every like how i say you know what i mean he said true story five times that much and he'd be like yo true story true story 
I'm gonna go take a shit. <laughs> like, like me and Zach, yo, <laughs> years we would sit there and just like joke with like stupid shit. Cause everything he'd be like, yo, true, true story, story, yo, I need a cigarette. <laughs> yo, ma, pick me up a cigarette, yo. True story, I need a cigarette. He'd be like, shit. He'd be like, yo, true story, yo. My boss is dick. <laughs> be like, yo, true story, Zach. Get to work, you bum. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. But uh, I, I love, I love seeing, especially Zach. Like, oh, motherfucker, you there listening? Ain't you, Zach? You there? It was his Are idea here, to do Zach? the movies. It was his idea to do the movies. All right, Zach. And we're I hope you're listening plenty. to this episode. Then we're gonna do plenty. I'm thinking we're we're not gonna like overdo it. It's not like next week's gonna be about movies. Also, next week's the Iggy episode. The week after that. Might be the birthday show, and right. then probably the first week of April. Maybe we'll do um CBGBs, and we'll do what was the other one I said I wanted to do next? Uh, I forget. CBGBs and I forget. Ah. No, somebody tell us. <laughs> tell somebody, us in the comments. Somebody remember. <laughs> yes. Somebody please But yeah, remember. we're going to get the fuck out of here. I am slow and tired, and I'm going to play a song that I have been putting playing <laughs> like fucking crazy all goddamn week, and uh, it's the whole reason I got the book on Iggy and um, the Stooges, Your Pretty Face is Going to hell yeah i fucking love that album that uh what is that the fun house album but uh yeah sean why don't you say goodbye to everybody because all right guys uh it's been a fun show uh talked a little bit about the germs talked about uh made in britain talked about uh how we hate racism talked about you hate racism we hate racism fuck racism talked about the exploited talked about uh Borstals. That word borstal. That's a weird word, and man. And what it means. And what it means. That's think. a weird word, man. <laughs> that was good. That was good, Sean. Thank you. We are going to get out of here, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. Here's your pretty face going to hell. Iggy and the Stooges. <laughs>
over.